You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's take the conversation to a veteran of the jobs report. It is Black Rock's Rick Reader. Rick, good to see you again. This is hot, hot. This is better than some like it hot, and that just closed uh, on, on Saturday night in Broadway. So first take, what goes through my mind is this sets the bar much higher for an immediate rate cut in March. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Thank you very. And the veteran, a veteran sounds better than older. The, uh, so I'd say, I'd say, uh, I'd say a couple of things. But it's solid. I think what Mike McKee described it. It's a solid report. I mean, you, you know, you break it down, and you know, we we talk about on this show a bunch. If you look at the breakdown of this thing, you have a different economy than we're used to. You look at healthcare and education. That is a demographic. That is a changing service-oriented economy. That's just hard. We're going to be. We're going to have sticky job growth. The thing that I think, though. If you step back and look at it, we're start, it's trending down a little bit. It's a little softer. You look at things like temporary hiring coming down a little bit. You look at the JOLTS report we got this week, professional business services coming off of it. So listen, I think you have to characterize this as solid report, as Mike said. Average hourly earnings, by the way, the month on month was 0.44. It's a pretty strong number, meaning there's demand for labor. I think the paradigm that you have to describe in terms of the economy, markets, certainly employment, is when people say, gosh, this is, you know, we're going into recession, deep recession. It's just not evident in the data. The data is solid, and you got consumption buoyed by what is low unemployment rate, still good wages, and it's still a pretty good employment report. So, again, slowing economy, and it's certainly illustrative in terms of this, but gosh, not, certainly not falling off the cliff anytime soon. And here is the conundrum, as, as you say, it's different this time. There was another cross-asset allocator who I've known for many years. He said this to me in the IB. This is a unique cycle. And unless the Fed and others have recently made a dramatic change in where they see the long-term neutral rate, their modus operandi should be to cut and normalize and get us back to three to three and a half, over 18 to 24 months. That's just longer and perhaps not as low as the market wants. It is a unique cycle, isn't it? We've not lived through a post-pandemic. I mean, I've been around a while, but I've not even lived through a pandemic. But, it, you know, it is unique. So... I mean, I couldn't describe it any better than the way you just said. So, so actually, go back. Let's put this in perspective. You go back and you look at GDP in 21. We ran 12, 12 nominal GDP. Then we got seven in 22. Then we slowed down in 23 to five and a, to, to what are we five? We're going to be five and a half ish. I think this year you're going to slow to four. This is not a classic. You know, this was we ran too hot. We were in the economy was running a 12 out of 10 created inflation. Now I think we're create, we're getting back to a normalized economy. 
And I, you know, I would say one thing that I would challenge about where the Fed is. Listen, I don't think the Fed's going in March. I've you know, said that before. I think it's crazy. They can't move. I don't think they'll move that quickly. But I do think they'll get the long-term funds rate down. I do think it'll get closer to two and a half to three uh, over time. The question is, how long does it take to get there? Listen, I think you know part of why I think you can start owning interest rates. You know, this backup is great. Uh, the market got way too ahead of the Fed. Now you're backing up to levels that are starting to make some sense again. I'd love to see them pull back even a bit more. And I, and I think when you think about where we're ultimately going, I think we're ultimately going to two and a half to three. It's a question of when we get there. I think they'll start cutting in May, June, and then I think they'll get there, you know, with the 18 months, I wouldn't argue with that, but I, maybe I think to a, a slightly lower trajectory, consistent with potential growth being lower over the next couple of years. So I like your narrative, which is follow us, jump in, I, I'm, and what you say is, look, I can have a bigger splash of a jump off a higher, a higher diving board. We've had a small retracement, is how I would categorize it, 10, 12 bips. How much more of a backup in yields do you expect, and where is a, a perhaps a, a better re-entry point on Treasuries, first of all? We'll come to credit very quickly. That's a great question. So, so I think... By the way, we've made a good move out in the belly of the curve, out to the 10-year point. I don't think we're that far away. We, you know, would you would you be really excited if you got another 15, 20 basis points? I think so. Could you add a little bit here? I, I think so. The front end of the yield curve, I still think, is too high. I still think we got to price more out of the Fed moving in March. I think we have to price a bit more out of how many cuts the, the markets are mm -hmm. anticipating for this year. But I think in the in that belly of the curve, you know, you're getting, you know, you're, you know, would you start to put some money to work here? Yeah, I think you can put a little bit of money to work here. Okay, on credit, I've had lots of opinions. It's price to perfection. Uh, IG over high yield is where people want to be. Given this trajectory that we're on at the moment, perhaps delayed rate cuts, uh, a quasi soft landing, what does that do to credit? Do you want to see a little, I mean, a quarter of a billion was wiped off credit this week alone in two days. So we've taken a chunk out of credit. Do you expect it to back up further? Are there better re-entry points in credit? So there's a lot of supply that's going to get, by the way, US, Europe, we're pricing a lot of supply in the market. Market needs to digest that. You push back a little bit. I think if you step back, you know, these spread levels, sexy, not really. The, uh, but I think people have, are what they're going to realize for 2024, if we can create a portfolio using credit, using mortgages, using some securitized assets, if you can create a yield of six to six and a half using the risk-free rate, some credit, some securitized, some mortgages, some high-quality assets, let's say you can build a portfolio of six, six and a half. If the economy is moderating to one and a half real GDP, two and a half inflation, you can clip six, six and a half. Mm -hmm. That is really, in an environment, what's my return going to be in 24? If I can get a six, six and a half, maybe a little bit higher in fixed income, marry that to equities. So would I buy some credit? Yeah, I'd buy some credit through the, through the indigestion of the supply that's coming and just try and build this portfolio that gets you, you know, gets you six, six and a half yield. That's pretty good in, in, in you know, an environment with an economy that's slow and an inflation that's coming, that's coming down. And a Fed that'll get to that long-term funds target. Boy, if you can clip six, six and a half, pretty, pretty good. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm coming out of, coming out of those things that they've told me now what CDs are in this country. Uh, I, I'm on my way. I'm looking for the, uh, for the Rick Reader, uh, the, re the retail fund, a little touch of that. Um, let's just close it off. I mean, give me your opinion. I'd be surprised. You say we have $17 trillion in cash assets uh, across the market in money market funds. Now, to a certain extent, you're going to speak your own book, aren't you, Rick, in that it's going to be the bond market that picks up that. But is it that those yields, the structure of those yields you've just outlined to me, is a better return relative to the risk in equity. 
So, uh, so this is not the not the most profound answer you're ever going to get. <laughs> I think that money. I think that some of that money will come in equities. I actually think the equity, the technicals in the equity market, I think are terrific. We're getting huge amounts of treasury supply. We're getting some credit supply coming in, in fixed income. I still think there's some equities that make a bunch of sense. I've been buying some in the last few days. There's some equities you could buy that traded three times cash flow, you know, seven to ten times earnings. That you know, you look at energy, you look at autos, you look at airlines, you can look at casinos. You can, there's some equities to buy. You know, we could talk a lot about the about the magnificent seven. I think equities will get some of that money, and so my my answer would be, I think money will continue to flow in a fixed income, and you're seeing that at the beginning of this year. You saw a lot of the gen, quote unquote January effect happen in November and December, mm -hmm. uh, but I think you're going to see that money come in. But I also think people underestimate. You don't have your big equity buybacks. You don't have a lot of IPO calendar in equities, and I think it'll be it'll support the equity market. My net conclusion is, if I can get six to seven in fixed income, I think equities aren't going to have the returns I had last year. But if, but boy, if companies can throw off in an economy like this, ten percent, eight to twelve percent ROE, then boy, I, you know, I I take some equities too, and so build more a balanced portfolio. That I think will work this uh, in 2024. Not spectacular equity-like returns in in tech AI, but but pretty good numbers. Hey, what's not to love about six six and a half percent, Rick? Thank you very much, Rick. Read that. Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial advisors, let's face it: if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing, entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. There's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.